Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Hello everyone. And welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast. This week is a very special week, for we are sponsored by our good friend Adam from Anti-Meta Podcast, also known as The Canuck Show. And he's sponsoring this episode just because he likes our transitions so much. So, Adam, thank you for the money, thank you for the lovely letter that you sent me, and thank you for just being a jolly old man. Let's get on with episode 50, guys. 51. It is the penultimate episode of season one. That's a big <laughs> word, and we probably should tell our listeners what it means. Uh, they can find a dictionary or a thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Either and of what those should they do with, for me. What should they do with this dictionary when they find it? Look up the word penultimate. Hmm. Are there pictures in this dictionary? I got a picture for you right here. <laughs> So, uh, introduce our guests. Giving people the middle finger. Uh, Sentinel Dad, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good, dude. <laughs> this this transition brought to you by Adam, a Canuck Show production. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm good, brother. Uh, we haven't talked since Guardian Con last year, dude. It's like it's been we, a minute, but we, yeah, we got to hang out in person yeah, about a year. It was ago. good times. Yeah. Yep. Awesome times. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited to be here. I got my brothers uh, Hatchy Dave and SSJ5 Goku28 with me as well. Thanks for having us on. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, guys? <laughs> uh, all right, so Dave, go first. Dave, how are you doing tonight, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing mm-hmm. good. I've I've been a big fan of your uh, the artwork and stuff that you've been pumping out lately for all the charity stuff and everything else that's been going on, man. It's been pretty Thanks. great. Just trying out and learning as I go. <laughs> kind of making it buy- up. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been wearing my t-shirt tonight. I uh, I love that thing. The uh, the one from the the one in June was amazing. Thanks. The, the podcast showdown was yeah, beautiful. That's my yeah. favorite so far. The the most yeah, amazing I got mine in the mail he, the other day. The, the most amazing thing is, is that he does all of it on his phone. That's the most amazing. Yeah, that, I, I, yeah. Wait, what? I heard that. Exactly. That's so awesome. Are created it's... in the toilet. <laughs> well, while on the toilet, <laughs> not in the toilet. In the toilet while <laughs> on the toilet. But yeah, I'm Hatchy Dave, uh, part of the Saint Fourteen Project. I'm the arts and craft guy, I guess you call it. Um, other than that, I'm just another regular Joe in the community. In the community. Just hanging out with everybody. Yeah. Well, you're doing good work, dude. You're doing good work for sure. Appreciate it, guys. So, uh, should I call you JL or Uh, Goku? Or uh, what do you prefer, man? You can call me JL or Goku, but most people call me Goku in the community. Goku? All right. Sounds good, man. (laughs) This is the first time that we've really gotten to talk, so welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. So, uh, how'd you end up with uh, these two guys? Uh, well, I emailed the Saint Fourteen Project. Was it back in January when February, I saw a tweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah, January, February when I saw a tweet about their upcoming stream. So I decided, well, 
I wanted to kind of get involved and help out in any way I could, and kind of the rest is history. That's awesome, man. That's so awesome. I joined forces with uh, Joe Sentinel and Dave for the uh, uh, Take This Org stream, and then we uh, decided to make a podcast and kind of went from there. That's great, man. That's super awesome. So, um, because our good friend uh, Canuck wants us to transition, we are short one member of the St. Paul Preteen Project tonight, and I was hoping, uh, Sentinel, you could explain why Average Joe isn't here tonight. Well, I mean, there, there's three of us here, myself, uh, Dave, and Goku, and there's a fourth member of our kind of... Uh, you know, leadership team of, you know, for the project. Um, I, I don't want to say his name, but, you know, he's an average Joe kind of guy. But um, <laughs> he was going to come on the show tonight, but about four hours ago, five hours ago, he was reminded that it's his wedding anniversary. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to keep that average Joe's Joe's where they are, he decided to take it easy tonight. <laughs> Now, it is important to note... It's Average Joe 227, I'm just saying. He, he did specifically pick tonight. On June 10th of 2018, Average Joe yeah, writes to me. We're really calling awesome. him out on this one. Everyone's in. Any of those days work for us, so if the ninth works, we're good for then. <laughs> Hashtag Average Jane 227, don't listen. <laughs> Uh, this was my one time booking the guests for the show. And I was like, oh man, this was after the podcast showdown and Joe was, uh, Joe was doing color commentary the whole day. And I'm like, man, we got to have these guys on. They're great. They do amazing work and it's for a good cause. Uh, let me, let me bother Joe and see when it's good to go. He picked tonight, uh, a month out. And I realized that my mistake was not asking him. Are you sure the date you picked isn't your wedding anniversary? <laughs> and had I done that, we would have avoided the embarrassment of not having him here tonight. That's but should, you realize from now on, you realize from now mm-hmm. on, you're you're gonna have to ask that every single time. Yeah, oh yeah, literally whoa, whoa, every it's time. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Even if we ask before him to be on the show tomorrow, yeah. Be, before uh, you say August seventh, is that your wedding anniversary? And they'd be like, yeah. Yeah. son of a bitch, I like you guys. No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to in our in our next episode we need to have him tell the story of how everything happened today when he got up this morning and realized that oh, it yeah. was his anniversary. I want to know. Yeah, maybe yeah, dude, maybe got a present know, from like, his wife and he's like, I want to oh, know. Yeah, yeah. literally waited all day to tell <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, I need, I need to hear this story. So, yeah, because like we're it. recording tomorrow night, so we're going to have him talk about that <laughs> today. <laughs> I can't oh. wait to listen. No, absolutely. I mean, plus, we're going uh, to have Mylan on, which will be even funnier. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Shameless plug. If only, if only you guys could like get Mylan to like like jump in your messages and be like, guys, it's my wedding anniversary oh, tomorrow. Just to mess with him. them a little bit. I'll, 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 I'll ask him. I'll be like, hey, Mylan, like during the show, like don't tell Joe, but like, can you like just say like halfway through it, be like, oh shit, I totally forgot it's my wedding anniversary, and I'm I live like 16 hours in the future. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, uh, 
Joe is probably doomed to have us troll him for the rest of eternity whenever he comes on the show asking if it's his anniversary <laughs> today. Even if he's like physically on the show and we're an hour into recording, we're probably still going to keep asking. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, God, I'm going to remember his wedding anniversary more than I remember like my dad's birthday because of today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, all seriously, the, um, Joe's the other um like he he and i kind of co-founded it and then we we enlisted dave and um goku's help and we kind of formed this awesome little uh, community called the saint 14 project um so what we you guys had a huge huge weekend this past we weekend did too. we did this yeah, was yeah. Weird, a little bit this this was our um third stream but you know first off what we do is we're all about mental health awareness tr- um getting the word out and trying to help break the stigma of mental health it if it touches everyone it affects everyone in one way or another um but you know it's 2018 so um it is we'll take the tagline from take this.org it is totally okay to not be okay um which is a good transition brought to you by fucking adam from the canuck show um (laughs) our first stream which um was how we um we kind of got to know Goku, but I actually already had a connection with Goku. I didn't realize it because um, I guess I guess spotted on the um, Destiny lore cast a couple times, which he actually used to have a prepared um, segment in. Yeah, I had oh, nice. a few little yeah. segments here and there on uh, Destiny Lorecast. Mm. Yeah, um, but anyway. what like what did you do? What was your what was your thing? Uh, I think one was posted. I had a few in the pipeline, but in terms of kind of psychology and within the Destiny uh, franchise, so oh, well. I kind of did the uh, motivations for our guardians. So kind of. Do you have a? Go ahead. Do you have a? Do you have a background in psychology? Uh, I'm a I'm a doctor of clinical psychology. Okay, yeah, yeah. I figured that makes sense. Uh, Tying it all bit together, of time spent in it, yeah, but yeah, uh, a little nice. bit of time. But yeah, and so we, we um, you know we brought um, Goku in as well, and um, you know back in February we had our first stream for uh, Take This which I mentioned earlier, um, which went off with which went off fantastically. Um, everyone at TakeThis.org is very supportive, very reachable. Um, we actually had their clinical director, Dr. B, on our podcast last week, um, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, then we did uh, StackUp.org um, in, um, in May. May. We did that one yes. in May. Yeah, we, we did that, that one in May around uh, Memorial Day um, for uh, veterans. We, we promoted their um, Suicide Overwatch program. Uh, which is fantastic. And this past weekend, we had our St. Jude stream, and we ended up raising um, a little bit over $1,800 uh, U.S. Um, for St. Awesome, Jude's Children's Hospital. In most of our streams, we focus on uh, mental health awareness. We don't we don't drive for donations, for monetary donations, but whenever you have a stream, an awareness stream like that, people want to donate financially. That's just the the general mm-hmm. kindness of this community and many mm-hmm. other gaming communities. Um, so, but, but this one, we explicitly were, you know, shooting for financial donations and people coming out and uh, trying to help, help kids out. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's actually how I first met Joe about, uh, Jesus, two years ago, I think. Yeah. Two years ago, it was my, my first charity stream that I, uh, that I coordinated for um, an extra life uh, campaign for Children's Health Care of Atlanta and uh, 
the Stollery Children's Hospital in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And like he donated during it and he reached out and be like, hey, we've been following this. And then uh, he and I kind of been tag teaming doing charity streams pretty much ever since. Uh, and then thus two years, about a year and a half later, the St. 14 project is born and that's kind of what we've, uh, what we've been doing. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we, yeah, uh, we, 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 we had a great stream this past <clears throat> weekend. Uh, Bell Bunny, uh, was there stream for a couple hours, uh, Polar Bear 79. Um, we had Elmer Fudd from Justin Guardians and Buster Knuckle from the RNG cast. Um, uh, I heard Bad Bads was on too, right? Yeah, yeah. Bads was on too with uh. So did with they? Jennifer. Did they, I? I I hear that they didn't uh, do that well in the podcast showdown. Did they lose all the Crucible matches in your stream too? <laughs> <laughs> they are straight garbage. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm blanking. Dave and uh, Goku. Who, who else streamed this last weekend for us? Uh, Icicle. Uh, yep, Miss Miss Rushi. Uh, uh, well, no, no Miss Rushi um, could make it the last minute. So, um, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but um, Cobb, uh, Cobb, Cobb, yep, Cobb, Cobb won. Yeah, Cobb, it is. Cobb made an excellent stream. He had a great stream. He's awesome, man. Gumbate. He's so awesome. Yeah, Gumbate Gumb- from uh, Hoot Dog Radio. Elmer Fudd. Yep. Busted uh, Knuckles. Uh, uh, Sin Media from Destiny Addicts yep. and uh, I- Ivy as well. Yeah, uh, but no, nice. we, we we had a great stream, and uh, we're looking forward to the next one. And it was uh, sweet. at the end uh, when Sandy Fan and Bats was on there. Uh, I think uh, the Infinity, the Infinity jo- joined up, and, and then uh, some some of the guys Bad from Tales Bad Tales. Tales. And that was yeah. that was a really oh, nice. like a it, really it, cool moment. Was, yeah, I think it was JC Jesse and uh, Baroque from mm-hmm. Bad Tales came out. Oh, that nice! Was a, that was a good moment. I was on and off watching. I I had the yeah, same. the stream on all day, but. I, you know, my kids were around, so they were talking to me, yeah, so yeah. I had to, like, switch between that. But, yeah. It was yeah. a really good stream, and the the donations were, like, mind-blowing. Like, this community Spoiler just... Alert. The uh, donation link still works. Uh, so, <laughs> if you guys haven't sent that $1,800 onward yet, uh, it's going to be a little bit larger, larger by the time you log in. Awesome. Oh, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Oh, Thank Nips. <laughs> the live donations on stream. I like it. Honest to God, the, the real thing was I was playing The Witcher, and I went to donate during the the Bads podcast at the end, or Bads section. And well, yeah, we had actually talked about that. You're like, yeah, who should like, I donate? Should I donate? And I'm like, dude, Bads is on at the end. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll totally wait till they're blocked. Yeah, I, I did, and then I waited a little bit longer because I was playing The Witcher, and before I knew it, it was 1 a.m., and everyone was gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because all the proceeds are going to uh, the Guardian Con um, for St. Jude's. And I just checked it that right now Dado is streaming. And they're up to $1.588 million. Damn, that's so impressive. Damn, son. You know, did you so, guys see... Um, did you guys see that uh, even Bungie was like releasing patch notes early yeah. because of the stream for donations? That was amazing. TMG mm-hmm. was selling off patch notes for yeah. donations, and I loved it. Yeah, the 1.2.3 patch, kind of doing line per line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool. great. It, it was, it was, it was, um, 
I actually went back and like after I realized what he was doing, I went back and read all of his tweets just to read through them all. It's pretty sweet to see him do that, and then to see like the dollar values climb as they were doing that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that day they also yeah. released that um, the uh, what is it the year the end of yeah, year the um, yeah Asia yeah Triumph. Saturday the year well, the, of the triumphs. triumphs. Yeah, did you guys check that on your phone and see how far you are? I. It seems That's some work to do. Yeah, me too. Uh, a little bit of work to do, but not too bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this. Let me I, check it out. Oh, my God. I have lots of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> the developers for Warframe also, I think they donated like 50000 Yeah, uh, awesome. right after their, uh, their reveal for the new expansion. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm starting to That's super cool. notice a good relationship between Bungie and the Warframe people. Like uh yeah, you got it. I, the 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 only thing that like made me take notice to it honestly was uh, Professor Broman. Um, I don't know. I just you know he for me he's the quintessential Destiny guy, and then I yeah. you know, see him being really involved in Warframe and the Warframe community. It just kind of made me take notice like the little connection between Bungie and uh, Warframe. Yeah, because over the weekend they had their Tenocon. Yeah. There's the uh, Warframe uh, con. Right. That was up in London, right? Canada? Yeah, London, Ontario. Just right outside of Toronto. Uh, yeah. I saw Bife went up there. Yeah, um, Bife went up there. Angry Joe went up there. Uh, Broman, Githalian. Uh, a good couple of big names went up there. Feel, nice. feel free. So I was gonna say, feel free to oh. cut us off whenever, because once we get talking about games, we like keep going forever. We ramble. <laughs> oh no, no, you guys! Uh, if you no, haven't that's, that's listened to us before, <laughs> wandering around the topics is what we do best. <laughs> we uh, oh, we suck at transitions. But transitions so is thanks, not what we Adam, do best. But uh, <laughs> beyond that, we're pretty good at that. Brought to you by the Canuck Show. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, Son of a so, bitch. Uh, <laughs> God, was it? I think it was an episode of Dad Tales where uh, Stu was trying to tell people how to say Toronto correctly. Yeah. Wait, what is it like? There, there's no T at the end. It's Toronto. 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 It's it's spelled Toronto, but it's yep. said Toronto. Toronto. I think to be properly condescending, you have to say Toronto. Yeah, well, time. I'll say it correctly unless I'm with Stu, and then if I'm with Stu, I'll say Toronto, <laughs> I, like and just like really your, emphasize like a, emphasize the last T. Yeah. Although my question is, can you please pronounce Canuck and Espresso? Canuck, Espresso. <laughs> <laughs> this transition brought to you by Adam of Anti Meta Podcast, also known as the Canuck Show. Hashtag Son of a Bitch. Hashtag shouldn't you be playing uh, Call of Duty? Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right, continue on your transition here. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we did Sentinel Dad. We did some stuff too for Stack Up when we uh, when we got Mister J Howard to Guardian Con. Yeah. Uh, Half of that money basically went to Stack Up, or a lot of it did, and then they. They chipped in. I know one of the dudes from Derp Fam, um, Mulder, ended yeah. up getting a pretty sweet Logitech. Yeah, he did. I gaming I, set. I was the one that shipped it to him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 
uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty involved with Stack Up. I'm I'm one of their game night hosts on their Red Shirt Raiders Discord. So I I host uh, oh, cool. Battlefield Night every Monday night with them on PS4. Um, really? Yeah, a bunch of we have a we have a bunch of buddies who do a Battlefield podcast actually. Oh, nice! Hell yeah! Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So we we had a like a little um, Logitech um, gaming set. It was like a uh, gaming keyboard, gaming mouse, and like mouse pad and whole like PC gaming setup in uh, Molder. Um, you know, won that um, during the raffle, so we uh, sent that on out to him. Yeah, we uh, we ended up raising money for Jay Howard, so we gave him the Guardian Con last year, and mm-hmm. I actually went down um, courtesy of Stack Up, so I got to go down with him, and I actually spent 20 minutes uh, introducing Jay Howard to um, uh, Steve uh, Machuga, uh, Shanghai Six, who's the CEO of Stack Up, which is really cool. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, I remember meeting, like, he came up, or I think you and I were sitting outside or yeah. something. I remember talking to him with you, too, but, yeah. yeah, that was pretty sweet. I know Joe Joe actually, Joe came in and, and threw out a bunch of prizes, too. Joe oh, was yeah. pretty, pretty dope for helping raise some money for that, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Around that time sure. of year was when I, uh, I first met Sentinel Dad, uh, and it got me into the podcasting business, um. The DTP folks were running for a oh, charity yeah, yep. thing for Stack Up, and I donated yep. there. And That's right. Yeah, just yeah. happened to be the largest uh, donation of the night. So That's right. Yeah. My reward was being on an episode of Tad Tales podcast, yeah, which because they, <laughs> um, yeah, they they were doing the the private matches in D one, right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You, you remember that day we we did the it was back in um, when I was in the my old Destiny clan. We did the it was we did three different veterans charities. It was Stack Up, then we did Help for Heroes UK, and uh, right. that's Canada. Uh, we did yeah. all three of them. And yeah, I remember Dad Dad tells closed the the night out. I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. That was a good stream. That was a really it was amazing. Stream. And like, yeah. I wasn't expecting anything. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna donate because this has been an amazing night. And uh, next thing I know, <laughs> Justin's like. Hey, I uh, need your Skype info. You're gonna be on the show, and I was yeah, like, "And you got, and you got a stew artwork." Too. I did get the stew artwork, <laughs> which is might be what I donated for was the stew artwork. That. Yeah, one of yeah. the few people that got stew artwork. I still think he needs to get back in the business. We need this. I want a fluffy. Fluffy needs some uh, guardians drawn for him. That's for sure. I'll tell you, as funny as all of those guys are, they are by far some of the nicest people you'll ever meet oh, in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been on I've been on this show probably let's see three or four times I don't remember but um, you yeah, know they they're just you know I play some PvP with them every once in a while they are just um, they're they they're a good lot of dudes um, yeah. yeah you will dick jokes are a plenty but uh, <laughs> there's more love than dick jokes there from them too so they're <laughs> awesome people. This transition brought to you by you fucking know who. Um. <laughs> well, I figure we might as well let the Canuck show transition us directly into Destiny talk this week now, since sure. uh, it's about that time, and Future War Cult mm-hmm. finally won a uh, faction rally. Boo! They did. Boo! <laughs> did you say boo? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck them. Oh wait, wait, wait! We're gonna play a game. We're gonna play a game. Don't tell us. Nips, who is he pledged to? Is he is he wearing eyeliner or is he kind of got that high and mighty new monarchy uh, <laughs> spice to him? What do you think, man? All right, I know who I'm gonna go here. I didn't I actually see first. who booed outright. Uh, oh, Sentinel Dad did. Sentinel Dad did. 
Yeah. Uh, he strikes me as a fascist, <laughs> so he's new monarchy. I'm saying new monarchy too, man. <laughs> you new monarchy? That's fucked up. I'm a dead orbit, motherfucker. Oh, he's dead orbit. Oh, he's gonna, you know. Now he's gonna go sit in the corner. He's gonna listen to some emo. He's gonna be super pissed off. I pledged to orbit this last time too, and once I got to uh, 50 tokens or 50 packages. I deleted 112 tokens at the end of the week because I was like, oh, geez, I'm not turning no, any I more always, packages. Nah. Well, me in, um, in <laughs> Destiny 1, when I was making sure to run all, like, when that was the only game I played, I made sure to run every character um, all the time. So I had each one pledged to a different one. But like with Destiny oh, 2, yeah. there are so many amazing games out right now. So I'm splitting my time a lot. Um, you know, I have my Titans all the way up and my Hunters kind of all the way up. Uh, I don't really touch warlocks because they're pussies. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like I only pledge like I only do it on my titan, my titan main, and I just play. I always pledge dead orbit. But I will say because I love sidearms, I will say I was rooting for Future World Cult to win. I yeah. I didn't pledge to them. I still spent the fifty nine million whatever the fuck it is glimmer on the sidearm, but I still pledged dead orbit. <laughs> I'm happy to win. <laughs> Yeah, first time I've actually I'd... had to grind glimmer in Destiny Two. I was like, anybody got the uh, anybody got the vault of glass checkpoint so I can grind glimmer for a couple hours? Because uh, I need to buy this thing and I'm like twenty thousand short. That or the first mission on Mars in D one, you can just farm the the yellow bars. Uh, yeah, that works oh, too. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, vault of glass, the uh, what the hell is it? The one right before Atheon. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, with the the hobgoblins. Yeah, there's, there's like there's twelve or fifteen yellow bars there, and if you start, I put double shotgun on and just run around and <laughs> shotgun all the yellow bars and then jump nice. off the map. Uh, that was the old way when Iron Banner was super expensive to glimmer mm. grind. Somebody would get that uh, the Templar. You'd get the Templar yes, checkpoint, yeah. yeah. and uh, you just grind the shit out of that for glimmer for hours on end. I did. I did pledge Dead Orbit the first faction rally, and then I pledged Future War called this last one. But because I'm moving and stuff, I I didn't really get to grind much of anything. I went the other uh, way. I did uh, Future War call it Future War called first faction rally and Dead Orbit this time. Yeah. So I have uh, I have two catalysts at least. What about what about you, Dave? Are you do you move around or do you have one set? Uh, Dead Orbit faction? for life here too, man. Uh, man, fucking man. right. All right, what about Goku? Goku You're my boy, you Blue. Like a logical person, do you, you move around? In D one, in D one, I was dead orbit because I really love the shaders. Mm-hmm. And in D two, I pledged dead orbit to to get that catalyst. But I really like okay. the lore of a future war cult. But uh, I'm kind of a dead dead orbit at heart. Dead orbit, you're man. You guys fucking are just right. all rocking dead orbit. I like it. Spoiler alert: In August, I'm gonna be a fascist and uh, pick new monarchy as well. Hey, man. I need that. I need that third catalyst. That out, <laughs> the first faction rally that came out, like season one, they had the best shaders. Like, hands down, that golden red. Yeah, the, those shaders are really nice. They're awful now, but I'm still going to do it because I've got two of the three catalysts. I want to get the third. Um, it just depends on the weapons for me, really. I might, I probably will just keep going Future War Cult because I didn't get the... Um, no, yeah, Future War Cult because I still need the Sunshot on PC. That gun is fun. 
by the way, with the uh, with the catalyst on it. It's absolutely absurd, dude. That gun with mouse and keyboard, like that's one of my favorite guns with mouse and keyboard, for sure. It just needs more shots. It needs more than eight shots. <laughs> then it'd be then it would be unstoppable. Or I could not miss. <laughs> nope. Uh, after this past week of the D2 League games we had, I'm pretty sure I can't not not miss. I'm awful. Ooh, great transition. Did you take the cliff notes from Canuck? Or is that just <laughs> I did, in off? fact. I thought, oh, okay. hey, when I'm on the Tabby's Terrible, I should write out some transitions. <laughs> the Tabby's Terrible. Hashtag son of a bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I do have some D2 stuff to talk about, but uh, should we talk about our league game real quick? Or? We should talk about it real quick, because uh, we, we can, can talk about it real quick, which is exactly the length of the games, because we got dunked on. Oh my god, dude. We Okay, so the first game we knew going into, so if you guys you guys are with us right now, we run a PvP league. Okay. And uh, we, this is our sixth season of it right nips yep well nips has been right for six seasons i've only been in it for five but it started in d1 continued over to d2 so our first team that we played um two or three of the guys still do flawless carries and they are one uh why you have to be mad which is on their team he's a certified reddit crucible sherpa so he's like all about helping people go flawless helping people be better all that crowd so we knew is the, the truth yeah, and Crot, dude, Crotless, and and both those guys, and even Cathode, East, yeah. East was hitting East, all this shit. What the fuck happened to all East? He was a scrub in D one. Now he's awesome. I know, and it he kills was, me. So yeah, so we knew it was not going to be an easy game, and uh, they game one they came in and just punished us so hard. Um, but games two and three lost by one kill. Yeah, game uh, the round two it was survival. It was three three. And we lost with one one life yep. left. And it was not me running backwards in the smoke this time. No, it so. was Zand ran out of his one-punch melee on Syntheseps. He killed yep. two of the three with one-punch melees. Which was um, awesome, but we still lost. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. That was fun. It, you know, it's funny okay. that sometimes when you're like, know that you're like way outplayed, you know, like they're better than you, yep. and you, you feel... Like you like didn't do as bad as you should have done. You take that you're like, yeah, I got stumped, but I, you take it as a victory. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, totally. Like, hell yeah, I, I didn't do that bad. I'm I'm not a scrub, you know. Funny no, you I, should I mention that. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, we before we move on, <laughs> we did play lost Rumble in game one. We did play Rumble with these guys. So so games two and three were close. We played Rumble with these guys for like an hour afterwards, just to keep. Just to keep in the moment, because we knew we had a double header, yep. and so we wanted to like keep warmed up, keep our head in the game. So we played a bunch of rumble with them. It was a ton of fun. They're great sports. We went into game two thinking that it was going to be a much closer match, right? Because we knew the first guys do trials carries. We knew they're really skilled. Game two was our buddies. It was Chuck. It was Chuck, uh, who's on the show a lot. It was Chronic. It was Psycho. It was Jumpsmith. Um, Psycho's mom they... is pretty hot. Yeah, Psycho's mom is super hot. Um, they absolutely murdered us. It wasn't close. All three, Any of three of the Not games. Not even close. Not even. I goosed the game. 
you I'm did goose a game. TV I didn't realize player. it because I, I did so poorly. Game. I was like, I don't even want to look at the scoreboard, and I turned away. And only after Chuck decided two days later to talk trash and post your scores, did I realize you goofed. <laughs> yeah, I might have talked a little trash last week. Um, <laughs> so, so we had a side bet. So, uh, my team will be drinking uh, Seagram's wine coolers on uh, the next episode that we do live for Madison. So, no, yep. no, I got. Uh, it. If you're not in the DeathRx uh, Discord and you want an early <laughs> preview of the video. I'm posting that immediately after we get done chugging, chugging the wine coolers on Friday night. <laughs> I can't so. chug. I can't chug alcohol, uh, so she'll be interesting. Now I got a psychos mom. Scotty going on. <laughs> <laughs> this transition brought to you by JC Jesse with his song. <laughs> um. That's awesome. So real quick, uh, you know, while we're still talking Destiny. Uh, I did sign in to PC and Xbox to make sure I get that sidearm that you were talking about, Sentinel Dad. I'm excited to use it, man. I haven't tried it yet, it's, but I um, want to get ample. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's Is pretty it? good. Yeah, it's it has, heard uh, good things. I has kill used, clip. I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't used it in the Crucible yet, but it's uh, it's pretty good in PvE. It's really Is it? It's full auto, right? No, no it, it's it, a burst. It's, it's a burst. Oh, it is a burst. Okay. Yeah. okay. Ooh, kill I clip like is burst. pretty amazing, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, got to run some comp on Xbox. We did that to warm up on Monday night. That was a lot of fun. We did pretty well. Um, Somehow my comp rating is higher than my uh, quick play rating. And then yeah. they released we, we'll, the... Uh, we'll keep that going up. They replaced, replaced, or released the uh, Moment of Triumph stuff, and I realized I have to actually play quick play and get that up to actually get there. Yeah, over the weekend was a, a triple XP weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't up. get to play at all. I didn't man. play. I wanted to, but yeah, I almost fully ranked up to rank five. I think I have like wow six hundred points left to do. That's awesome, man. That's super. Yeah, awesome. oh dang it! I really <laughs> screwed up by not playing. Yeah, me too. I, I wanted I, to. I haven't been able to play much Destiny lately. Yeah. My my parents offered to take my girls for Saturday, so I spent twelve hours unpacking boxes just so it'd be done. So I could just be like, "All right, mm-hmm. now I can come from from work and do fun things," instead of being like, "Oh, we have all these boxes to deal with." Not me. So yeah, I missed out, but it was for a good reason. When I move, it takes me twelve months to just unpack. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I have like a little minor OCD, so I. Uh, I don't deal well with a ton of clutter <laughs> everywhere, so I was like, I need to, I need to just get stuff put away and in its spot. And <laughs> I just hide boxes in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't we, see them. We do have a basement, so we did. I did move a lot of stuff downstairs, so I'm sure we'll be going through that for months. But we'll see how it goes. Um, did you guys play any any Destiny at all? Uh, I played some over the. The week in the weekend, but didn't do much. We normally we do raids over the weekend, but uh, didn't get a group to do any raids over the weekend. Just just played some PvP. Yeah, I did. Uh, nice. I, I I pretty much did the same thing. I just uh, real relaxed. Just did some uh, some quick play. Yeah, yeah. My, if you guys some go sweaty in, sweaty quick play. Yeah, I was gonna say if you guys go into PvP, is that what you're playing, or what are you typically playing? I typically do do my milestones and 
Uh, I'm more of a PvE guy than a PvP guy. Yep. Um, I, I do you have? I, I float back and forth between comp and, uh, and uh, quick play. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I uh, do you guys have like a typical like? Oh, you're good, dude. It's all it's all so. <laughs> Uh, so do you guys have like a, a raid team that you raid with every week or is it, is it typically just like LFG in your group or, uh, I play with a couple guys that we typically kind of raid together. Uh, okay. but most of the, the guys that I ran D1 with are, are not playing D2. Yep. But I still have a couple guys that are playing D2 that we kind of try to grab one or two people that we're missing to do the raids. Nice, dude. Yeah, I have, um, like, when I raid, I'm usually raiding with the guys I've been raiding with since Taken King. Um, uh, that, and I have, like, another, like, uh, group of friends, like, from my old clan and, you know, other new people I've met since then that, uh, you know, that we kind of, like, a small LFG going on. So we, I, I have opportunities here and there to hop on that kind of stuff, too. That's cool. How about you, Dave? Uh, my, my raid group kind of lost some people about a few months ago and it hasn't really recuperated so i haven't been raiding pretty much since uh i've not done the last raid yet at all so i'm hoping to like join up some people before uh before uh forsaken comes out yeah yeah are you guys what what platform do you guys play on ps4 ps4 okay I can't tell people with PS4. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know there's people. Out I haven't there. done. Just... Now we're we're. Yeah. I mean we're we're fortunate enough. Um, you know, for the same 14 project, we actually have two different Discord servers. One's for, like, uh, like uh, the logistics and planning of our events, and the other one's for our uh, our community, um, where we have mental health professionals in there. We provide resources and just create a positive place. And luckily, both of them, we kind of have a lot of just. Um, in our community one, we kind of have like an LFG spot for um, you know, PS4, Xbox, PC, but it's mostly PS4 and Xbox people. Um, so, I mean, we, we have a big smattering of people there. And then we have like all of our friends that are streamers and artists and community managers and podcasters that, you know, we've we've all known for a while. Um, so, we you know, we, we, we play games here and there as well. I think, I think some of the most fun I had was doing, I think it was me... Dave, uh, Chris three seven one 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 of the, our uh, project ambassador, and then I yeah, think I know Chris. Uh, JC Jesse from Dad Tales, and then uh, Yuna and Mark Square from um, Grenades and Horseshoes, and that was some fun uh, private matches in PvP. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. Private matches are always good time, oh, man. man. The best. Yeah, this was so I packed my Xbox away when we moved um, early June. So this was the first weekend that I had my Xbox back, and so this was the first weekend I got to raid with my raid team, and it was good. It felt good to be back in the raid. All six of us were there; like no one was gone. Felt good to have you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you do the uh, the new raid layer or the spire? Which no, I. Everyone else in my raid team is probably up to level to do it. I am still not up to level on <laughs> Xbox because I it was packed away you for are like not. a month. Yeah, I was playing PC only for a month, so. Um, you need about ten more levels of light. Once yeah. you get there, we'll be able to do it, but. Uh, we're all at 380 and Fluffy's at 360, so we can dunk on the early raids, but 
needs a little bit of work mm-hmm. before we do. Uh, Bungie needs to implement those cross stars. saves. <laughs> yeah, that would be huge, man. If they did cross, oh, I would love that so much. Not even cross good. play, just cross save. No, just cross save. Cross totally, one hundred percent, just cross save. Well, and also, guys, I'm a little bit of a scrub. I kind of just play Crucible mostly, and then raid with these guys on Fridays. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a beast on Crucible now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. About that. You're also I just try. a scrub. <laughs> you're you're a pub stomp champ. Uh, clearly, our our league games show that maybe you're not a uh, legit superstar, but pub no. stomp champ. No, I I can I can hold my own, but I'm I'm no uh, I'm no superstar. That's for sure. If I was if I was trying to go flawless, everyone has to be better than me for us to go flawless. I think that's an accurate. <laughs> description of my skills <laughs> the good news is i'm trash whether it's playing pubs or league games so you can just hold that over me and all the trash i talk you're like uh okay but uh 0.88 and i'm like all right fine i'm sucking so um with everything that's come out recently with the new forsaken and did you guys look at the new subclasses at all uh, I've seen a little bit of it. I've kind of listened to DCP, uh, kind of their breakdown of it, but there's not. I haven't seen too much information on it. Yeah, I, I've been watching everything kind of like, like you know through my fingers. Like I, I want to know about it, but I don't want to know everything. So, but I still watch like a lot of like YouTube stuff, like Foundation stuff like mm-hmm. that, where they like been talking about all this stuff coming up. I'm I'm super excited about Forsaken. Yeah, I'm for excited sure. for Forsaken. Is there anything like specifically that you're really stoked for or that you think that they're doing right? Death from above. <laughs> <laughs> well, for one, uh, I'm uh, bows and arrows. Like, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's Dude, totally be amazing. Yeah, like, there's multiple bows as well. Yeah. And and how much you draw depends mm-hmm. on like whether it's hit scan or not, which is that's some cool. high level stuff. Like there's a lot of games mm-hmm. that rely on mm-hmm. bows and arrow that don't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the new raid social space called? Is it the Forsaken City? The Dream or, City. Uh, the Dream, Dreaming, yeah, City. Dreaming City. Dreaming City. Yeah. To me, that's the most exciting part of Forsaken for me. Yeah. In terms yeah. of, they say that the more time goes on, the more it'll change in terms of how people discover secrets. It kind of loops on a three-week cycle, and it's the size of Nessus. Yeah. I... That's awesome. Well, Nessus is huge. the size of Nessus. That's pretty Nessus great. is pretty huge. Well, and the fact that they said that there's secrets hidden. So think about something that size with secrets hidden mm-hmm. like within it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I can't wait. I tried to listen to Crucible Radio today when they talked about the new supers and stuff. Because I saw the breakdown of them, but I wanted to hear people talk about them, you know? Because it, it just, I don't know, it just it brings more to the table. And uh, my, my, my workday was so busy. I restarted the episode like three or four times from when they started talking about the supers because I'd be listening and then I'd realize that I hadn't been listening for like 20 minutes because like I was like typing an email or communicating with someone. I'm like, okay, I got to restart this, got to restart this. But um, I'm excited, man. It, it sounds like they're taking things and they aren't necessarily reworking all of them, but they're adding 
new and different elements to what already exists to change to change what it is and that that makes me really excited what's, it's what, new attunements what's yeah. everybody's uh like favorite one coming up for your for your main class like my main class will depend on what ends up being the meadow. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I will I will rotate. To, I don't I don't care, man. I will rotate to whatever ends up being the strongest thing because I'm going to learn to play the best possible thing to my best ability. That new bubble titan is going to be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So you can move around with a bubble. Fucking yep. right. And you can shoot through it. Yeah, you can shoot through it, but they can't shoot back. Yeah, it's great. It's like Overwatch. Shooting through it but is for a big me, deal. The new, uh, the new Solar Warlock also looks pretty awesome. Yeah, if you're the mm-hmm. kind of person who likes uh, a support character, a support class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I'm excited about I really that, want oh, that new uh, that Arc Warlock. The Void and Art Warlock were really good. I just want to shoot Warlock a Kamehameha interesting. for uh, for Warlock. Yeah, that, that, you know, I I really I I played a lot of Warlock and I've played a lot of Hunter, probably more than Titan. I started out as a Titan, but just in D one to D two, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how how throwing that orb out and getting the regen and everything else works, like how well it works in PvP, because that could be really great. It almost feels like they took inspiration from uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Kind of the Zenyatta and Reinhardt. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I like Zenyatta. I just want to suggest like everyone go back in time and listen to uh, Fluffy Fingers MD on episodes three, four, and five of uh, Potato Thumbs Podcast, where he talked about how all he would ever play is Warlock <laughs> in Destiny Two. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say that? Because that's that's never gonna happen, man. No, it didn't happen at all. But you were definitely all aboard it yeah. after the beta. Well, I mean, I'll, I like to. I mean, typically there's a good transition, courtesy of Adam, fucking connect show. But <laughs> if he failed us on that one, thanks, Nips. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. Um, no, I'm excited, man. It sounds like maybe Wombo Combo will be back in some form or fashion, which could be pretty strong too. So we'll see. We'll see. It, it it would be okay with me if I uh, if there's a Titan that's really strong. I haven't played Titan in a while. Be okay running Titan again. So I'm excited. <laughs> I miss uh, as long as you bring the PvP or PVE guns and classes that we need. Mm-hmm. I, do, the I don't really care about your PvP world. Just uh, make sure you hold your own in the raid, and we're good. Mm-hmm. I'll do my part. I miss the uh, one one hit kill striker titan though. I miss that super. Yeah. So you could just shoulder charge, dude. Well, that too. But I, uh, yeah, dude. I used. To... I hate you. <laughs> oh man, I would be that guy. Like I would, I I would actually have entire matches where I would just shoulder charge people the entire time. Like shoulder charging a self res warlock or a, the fucking. Mm-hmm. Tickle fingers, like that would gives totally me so much. You. It, it gives me so much joy. You pro- you probably <laughs> did. You. Um, um, which is fine because you're no. It's, I ran Peregrine dude, Graves the last. Yeah, uh, I would report the you. last four months of D one, and anytime I go back there, 
You hear somebody pop a super, and I instead of running away from them, I run directly towards them with my peregrine greaves. We had we held a, a panic, tournament. Dude. I miss them for de- We held a tournament for Destiny One, and I invited one of my buddies, Bob's, um, who in Destiny One was a one of the one percenters. Like he was, I met him on Crucible Radio Slack uh, way back in he the day. He was a point one percenter. Yeah, he he carried he me. Might be the best person I played against. He carried me flawless in one night twice. Uh, and we dropped one game out of two flawlesses. Uh, and he ran Peregrine Greaves shoulder charge, and watching him shoulder charge everyone he came up against out of supers, like someone popped Stormcaller, dead. Like, it was just absolutely amazing. So, in the right hands, uh, that shoulder charge can be pretty amazing. Yeah, buddy. I was part of that uh, that tournament. It was me, Val, and uh, Poncho Nuggets. And Poncho... Loved running Bubble Titan. In the games against Bob's, he had about five supers. Literally all five of them he got uh, shoulder charged out of. Peregrine Grief shoulder charged out of. Out of his bubble. <laughs> out of his bubble. He popped his bubble and immediately died. And we're like, well, <laughs> Shoulder charging. What do we do now? my feelings. Really bad. <laughs> really bad. Mine too bad. To the Mine too. I was never good at it. I tried. Everyone in our everyone in our league tried. Like after that, everyone just started shoulder charging. We started running more sweats, and everyone was just like shoulder charging everywhere after they just got Bob's knees to the face. And I, I was never good enough. But some of those some of those guys, man, they they made they hurt my feelings. Yeah. When when I play my Titan, I used to. Uh, try to practice it i could never get it right and every time that i shoulder charge was when i didn't need it it was like all of a sudden i was like trying to get out of a situation i'll shoulder charge and i'm off the map or some crazy thing like that or i end up in a corner like against the wall and i just get shot down it's like oh my god can't do it that's awesome so um speaking about not doing things uh brought to you by the Canuck Show from Antimatter Podcast. I didn't play any other games this week, but did you guys play something besides Destiny? Uh, yeah, I um, uh, yeah, I uh, played a bunch of Battlefield Four, a little bit of One. Uh, I've been playing Shadows of Mordor lately, um, and I played um, uh, Cat Lateral Damage. That's the other game I played. What is that? You haven't played Cat Lateral Damage? No, oh, it's amazing. I assure you, I haven't. It's amazing. <laughs> is it a PS4 thing, or is it a cell phone, or what are we talking here? Uh, it's on the PSN store. It's probably on uh, the Microsoft store as well. But um, you're a cat, and your mission, just like in real life, is to knock shit off the counter and stuff. And these different <laughs> my kids love it. They think it's absolutely hilarious. I don't like this game. It's fantastic. <laughs> that and uh, you a, <laughs> played a little bit of um, Star Wars Battlefront too. Nice, fun. nice. I oh, cool. played uh, some BF One, BF Four, and uh, I started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, it's kind nice. of been sitting in my backlog, so I decided to start that finally. I've heard nothing but good things about that mm-hmm. game. I finished the first one a couple months ago and really loved it, so I decided to pick it up uh, when it was on sale not too long ago. Nice. I think I think you guys have played more Battlefield in this call, like, to people talking about Battlefield, <laughs> than since, like, uh, Milks was on, man. 
Like that's <laughs> that's awesome that that you guys are playing that. Man. Well, that's what um, that's that's mine and Goku's jam PVP wise. <laughs> nice, yeah. I like it. I mean, I'm I've uh, I'm that's my favorite franchise of all time. I've loved. It. I've played every single one. So, I don't know four as well, but in Battlefield One terms, what kind of players are you guys? Ooh, I'm an assault player. I like to blow shit up. I'm okay. a medic. You're a medic. He, nice. He he he. he I, patched... I ride a horse and run people over. It's the thing I do. <laughs> I was always like either a medic or a sniper. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I would try and go for. Yeah, and actually, well, now that we're not on our our podcast, Goku, I can explain mm-hmm. to you, Lube Dude. <laughs> so there's a couple guys that I met through Goku, uh, Doc Organ and Uber Todd, that I play a lot of Battlefield Four with, and sometimes Battlefield One. Well, we were playing Battlefield Four last week, and then <laughs> you see you see some interesting names on EA servers, and the one was just called uh, Lube Dude, like four two one or something <laughs> like that. And so we spent the entire like three or four more hours, however long I was streaming and playing it, um, <laughs> hypothesizing like pretty much guaranteeing that that's his job. He was the Lube Dude. Like for porn stars, like he was the one that just sprays the <laughs> on him. I, I like that that's not acceptable for your podcast, but for our podcast, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I if if I said that on our podcast, <laughs> Joe would be like, be like, I don't care if it's my anniversary. I could I could talk to Sentinel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like this lube dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, do you like lube dudes? I love them. Yeah. Plural. It's, it's, hard, just have it's, one. it's hard not to like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one. Oh, way better than dry dudes. You need as many um, lube dudes as you can. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> this is. Mm. This transition uh, brought to you by Lube Dude Four Twenty One. I hear, uh, I hear Canuck is actually um, thinking. I know that he's going back to work soon, and um, he had his his one job in Canada that he really liked. But um, he did talk about potentially being a Lube Dude, so maybe that will be his next calling. Uh, we don't know. I guess we'll find out more on next episode of AMP. <laughs> Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave, did you play anything else this week? Yeah, uh, actually, um, my kids are here for the summer, and we have we are all addicted to H1Z1 right now. Oh, nice! And uh, like even my oldest daughter that never touches any games, she gets on and she just drives the ATV around and try not to get killed, and she gets like in on top ten. You know, she hasn't killed anybody yet, but. But, that is uh, so fantastic. We, we also discovered that if you uh, team up and play solos, there's like a 60 to 70% chance that you go in the same match. So we've done that oh, a few wow. times and try to find each other and shoot each other. Uh, it, we just like it, and my kids like it, so it's like a, it's like a fun activity now for us to do. You know, Instead of playing cards or like a board game, we just get on and play H1. And they like it enough to like if they're not playing and I'm playing, they can sit there and watch and cheer me on and all that. So it's pretty cool. That's super cool, man. That's cool. My uh, my kiddos are slowly getting into the video game thing. Um, 
you know, every once in a while they'll run around a planet on Destiny or they'll want to race cars on Forza. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that, you know? I know, so, right? Yeah. I bought them a little mini mini Xbox controller, too, that fits their hands better because the Elite controller was not working oh, with, the, X- with the five-year-old hands. Xbox <laughs> has one of those, too. I know, I know PlayStation came out with one. Like a, yeah, they came out like with a, the kid. PlayStation mini controller. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What does that even mean with PlayStation? Already the PlayStation controller is a mini controller. <laughs> it's even you know, smaller. It's weird because I, like, you know, it. I guess you just get used to it because I cannot play oh, yeah. very well on an Xbox controller. If I had to transition, and it, it kind of makes it hard because the new uh, PlayStation controller that it's supposed to compete with the, uh, what do you call yours, the... Uh, the elite. the elite controller. Yeah. It's, yeah, so the, the scuff vantage. Yeah, it's shaped exactly like the elite controller, and I'm like, they finally have one, and I don't want to get it because it's you know opposite thumbs or whatever. Like not opposite, but like yeah, yeah, the offset. Yeah, offset yeah. thumbs. Yeah. And I'm like, I every time I play Xbox, I, I I have a 360 that I throw on every now and then a few games and whatnot. I'm always kind of like uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel you, man. I um. I've gone back and forth like through the generations and I had um I had a PS2 and a PS3 for a long time before I went to the 360 and I was I really liked the PlayStation controller when I played with it like back in the day but um, the PS4 controller is really comfy. Out of all the yeah, PlayStation I, controllers, I feel that one's the the best one. I noticed like on my PS3, I broke controllers all the time playing call of duty like the thumbsticks yeah like that i just get the dead zones in them okay. i bet i bought more controllers for that ps3 than any other system like i probably bought like five or six controllers in the in in the period of having it now actually 360 wasn't that much better i think i bought like two or three 360 controllers but I'm- the elite one that i have man it's it's got like three, four thousand hours on it, it's still kicking. So I'm pretty. Yeah, well, they was need a special the... PS4 controller. What's Since that? Mine bricked. Oh yeah, <laughs> the PlayStation 4 bricked <laughs> 40 hours after I bought oh, it. Oh wow, yeah, that's not good. I... Yeah, Dave mentioned the new Scuff one, uh, the Vantage. It looks really interesting. It, mm-hmm. It's even more modular than the uh, the Xbox Elite. Nice. Uh, but to me, I still like my Infinity Pro for uh, from Scuff. Have you so, had good luck with them? Because I, I know everyone's hit or miss on on, uh, on them. But I've, I've had mine for a little bit over a year. Uh, okay. I had one uh, of the paddles die on me, okay. and had to send it in for repair. It cost a lot to repair it, but in the grand scheme of how much it cost for the controller, it wasn't that bad. But well, pretty much they replaced everything inside the controller, so it's pretty much brand new. How long did that take? It took about a month to ship okay. it in, to repair, to ship it back. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's reasonable. They're, they're mm. doing lots of stuff, so. Um, Plus they're I really think people, busy. I, pe- I think people also lose sight of, like, yes, they're expensive, but how many hours do you put into it and how much abuse do the controllers get, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you have to be somewhat realistic with, like, hey, my controller broke. Yeah, but how many thousands of hours were you going click, 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 click? Yeah. But, 
Yeah, if you like it, man, that's awesome. I know, I know, our buddy Drafty got um, one at Guardian Con when we were down there with him, and it, and it was the first scuff I've ever held like in person, and it it felt really cool. I, I it remember takes you a while too. It takes you a while to get used to the paddles. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as soon as you're used to the paddles, it's hard never, to go to, to something yeah. without them. Yep, I'll never go back, man. If they, <laughs> I can't, I can't not have my paddles like. When we were at Guardian Con, we were playing on PS4s at the Derp Mansion and taking my thumb, just taking my right thumb off of the joystick to hit jump or reload or whatever. It was like, oh my God, I didn't realize how re- uh, how much I rely on paddles like to not move my thumbs, like just in movement. It's crazy. So, well, it's awesome. That's good that you've, that you've had a good experience. So, um... Before we get into beer, one thing that I do want to talk about. So we've been given we've been giving our buddies at Amp shit all night. Um, they are doing a movie this week, so I don't know if you guys know, but they do movie reviews every week on their show, and they're doing Requiem for a Dream this week, and it should be releasing tomorrow, which is Tuesday, so probably about the same time we release this episode. Have you guys seen that movie? It's it's a little bit older movie. Oh yeah. I did back in the day. I don't remember much about I'm it. Really, I'm really excited to hear him review this movie. Because I, uh, I don't think all of them have seen it. I think, only, I think only one of them has seen it and the other two have not. I don't think Oscar or Jay have seen it. So I'm really excited to see what they, what they say about it. Because it's, it's, a, it's a different movie, but I really enjoyed it. So it'll be definitely worth listening to for sure. So... um. Nice. So, Mr. Nips, uh, I was just talking about how Amp is doing Requiem for a Dream this week. Should be a good episode. Yeah, I uh, suspect everyone will hate it. <laughs> no, I don't expect everyone to hate it, but uh, <laughs> I expect our good friend uh, Jay to hate it, and everyone else will probably be cool with it. Um, yeah, it's not really his style. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else on randomness before we uh we jump into our beer segment, or alcohol? I am all about alcohol. All right. Well, <laughs> especially with this weekend upcoming. What? <laughs> yes. I I should I should bring my phone with me when we're there, just so I can write down all the beers that I like, so I can have just a list of of stuff to talk about. Um. For those of you who don't know, there's a beer festival in Madison, or outside of Madison, where I live, this upcoming weekend, and Fluffy, a uh, friend of the show, Valeru, and Bad's superstars, Xanafan and Deathbed Malone, are coming to my house to go drink at this endeavor. Uh, ben has already suggested that he's going to bring a notebook and a hat to make himself seem like a reporter. And go to this beer festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I already told him that I'm going to be hanging out on the other side away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably have a baseball hat and a tank top on because we will be outside and it is July in the Midwest. And although people think it's cold here, it gets humid and gross. So, mm-hmm. and Well, you haven't been up to Canada during our, our heat wave that we've been having. Oh, yeah? yeah? I went up to 107 degrees Fahrenheit the other day. Oh, in Canada, I've heard. Uh, That's insane. 
our friend the Canuck show bitch about the heat. Yeah, it's he had to look hot. outside. It's been I hear when he looks hot. outside. <laughs> yeah, that is hot, dude. That is really warm. Like anything, uh, and and I'm guessing you guys probably have similar humidity to us. Too, it's like a hundred percent humidity. Yeah, it's not like dry. Yeah. It's just like you walk outside <laughs> and it's just like on you. Like you're just like uh, you just want to die. Sweaty. Yeah, yeah. It's like I opening have, up a dryer. <laughs> I have in-laws that live in St. Louis, and I've been there in July and August, and they, oh, man. I mean, we get humidity here, but I am not a fan of humidity. I can take dry heat all day long, man, but, oh, no. You don't like humidity? No. Come on down to Atlanta, Georgia, buddy. You'll love it. Yeah. You oh, won't yeah. love it. You won't <laughs> love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was. I was down there last year in Atlanta for the uh, Tough Mudder. Which was in mm-hmm. like early May. Yeah, it was like ninety degrees and super humid. I, it was. I was just a spectator, and I barely held on during the <laughs> entire day. Yeah, I, I, I respect the above hundred degrees, man. When I moved in last Friday, it was hundred and four degrees when my buddy showed up at three o'clock, and I had already been outside moving for like five hours. So, yeah, I'm I'm okay with like seventies and eighties in Fahrenheit. That's that's my jam. Like a seventy-two Fahrenheit is like perfect. Yeah, exactly. It was like so um, in Canadian terms, like twenty-one degrees Celsius. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say anything over twenty-five is too hot. Maybe, maybe someday we will get smart and like adopt like a system that makes sense. But until then, I agree. Put me in the low seventies. I'm happy. <laughs> Low seventies freedom units. Mm-hmm. We need to freedom. we need to find a place <laughs> like that all the time. Oh my god! Oh. Well, the funny thing is, you think, oh, Canada, it's co- it's cold. No, it get gets hot here. Like I said, yeah, went up to forty two degrees Celsius, and then when the you're flipping out, out in the winter, it. it's f- minus forty five degrees Celsius. Yeah. It's like yeah, one I extreme think, to the other. I, I live yeah, where the have, air hurts my face. We have very similar experiences because it gets the same here. Like we've had days or weeks where it's, you know, it'll be above freezing and then it will be like negative 40, like two days later. And it's like, how did it drop 80 degrees in temperature? <laughs> uh, yeah. When, yeah. When you live in places where the cold shuts down pretty much the entire city, because I remember <laughs> back when I was in high school, we had like three days of like minus 52 and is that, that Celsius? That, <laughs> Celsius. And that was just Jesus. everything was closed, couldn't go to school. Just, you would go outside for, I think it was five to ten minutes, and you would get frostbite. Oh, yeah. Honestly, minus 52 Celsius might actually be around that spot where Celsius catches up and <laughs> passes Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's real close. Yeah. We've we've definitely had those days where if you have exposed skin and you're outside too long, it's not not a fun time. But you know, at the same time, we get seasons, right? Like you can you can enjoy spring when it comes because you hate winter, and you can enjoy fall when it comes because you're like, okay, I'm done with the heat. So, <laughs> oh, here in Canada, we have three, we have four seasons. We have almost winter, winter, still winter, and construction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds like you sounds like Minnesota and yeah, Canada are very uh, similar. <laughs> that's why I never moved back home to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. 
Yeah, well, minus 52 Celsius is like minus 61 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'd say I'd say we're more. We in get like, it, Goku. It's cold. All right, you've convinced <laughs> us. I needed to convert it. Not everyone knows right. the Sarah, the metric system. <laughs> All right, so it's very cold in Canada, and unless you work at Brazzers uh, as a lube boy, um, <laughs> lube dude, you, you need to find some other way to keep you warm. Yeah, it's Brazzers. Out of it? is it Brazzers? Out of Montreal, Canada. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that out of Canada? Yes. Really? Um, little, but you can use alcohol for if here. you're not a lube boy like Canuck show uh, to keep you warm. So what have we been drinking this week, gentlemen? Well, our, our Transition w- brought to you by the Canuck show. <laughs> One of our good buddies, Phoenix, wrote in. Um, and uh, I have some for, something to read from our buddy, Phoenix. All right. Uh, he was drinking Dark Horse Scotty Karate. This is a bourbon, oh, so good. bourbon aged, <laughs> bourbon barrel aged Scotch ale. Great name, great label. Nine point seven percent or nine point seven five percent actually. Smooth, delicious. Can't figure out the flavor, but I like it. Five out of five bourbonish deliciousness. Yeah, I would drink Scotty Karate a ton. Nice. Um, and then one more from our our good buddy Laz who dropped his first episode of Gamer Score Radio this yeah. week. Yeah. and Was that him? I didn't know because nobody introduced themselves. Uh, I do have to say, um, if you guys haven't listened to that, I've totally forgot to write that down. Um, they did uh, episode one. They talked about the music in Halo, and it was a great, great first episode. Like, you guys know how first episodes go on podcasts. Uh, oh, Jay yeah. and Laz... They knocked it. They knocked <laughs> yeah. it out of the park, man. Well, like yeah, they, it's Laz and uh, AKA Gear Dad, or as Joe would yeah. call him, Gear Dad AKA. Is it Gear Dad? Um, I don't know why. I, I always want to say AKA Gear Dad. I mean, because that's his fucking name. <laughs> um, they did. They did so much better than we did our first episode, man. It was really entertaining. So I'm excited to see see what they do with it. Literally, we did one thing better in our first episode. We introduced ourselves. We introduced ourselves. <laughs> so our good buddy Laz writes, "Good morning, fellow beer drinkers. I like the description of the Brooklyn summer ale I had last week, so I decided to follow up with another Brooklyn brew, Brooklyn Lager." This lager is 5.2% ABV beer with a smooth finish. It has an original gravity of 13 degrees Plato. This refers to the specific gravity of beer or relative density compared to water, which reflects the ABV. Approximately 1 degree of Plato equals 0.4% ABV. Yes, you can hear the science brain swelling in the background. This is even better, or even better is the selection detailing what you compare this lager with. Pizza, beer, live food, fried fish, history, and well-earned swagger. I can't argue. Wait, you can pair the beer with beer <laughs> with with and history. Uh, did I say beer? Um, yes, yeah. you can after pair pizza. the beer with beer. The word after pizza oh, was beer. Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with this list. My college world history course would have been much more interesting if I were drinking this lager. Eating fried fish from the dirty river while discussing Plato and 
crushing it with some swagger. All, <laughs> all of that in a 12-ounce can, who would have thunk it? Brooklyn Lager gets 17 out of 20 because their food pairings are just so damn funny. I seriously love that their food pairings are things like history. Uh, great, great fine, Laz. Good, good choice. I would have preferred it more if their pairing for that beer was m- more beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Goku, what do you got for us this week? Uh, well, I'm going to go with a beer from our local brewery here. It's called the Pump House Brewery. Nice. Uh, it, it's been awarded many, many awards. It was voted uh, Best Canadian Brewery in 2005. Sweet. And my favorite is the Scotch Ale. So it's a deep uh. brown, amber colored with a rich, smoky aroma. Flavors of caramel, chocolate, and peated malts. With a silky, smooth, lightly smoky, roasty character. And a fantastic gold medal winning example of style. Is this a paid advertisement? <laughs> I'm just reading off their website. It's working, by the way. I definitely want to try this. Yeah, if anyone here is drinking Scotch Ales, Nips is definitely... You're going right up his alley with this one, man. I want to vape yeah, it. I'm, a, oh, I'm sold. I'm a Scotch guy, so... Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, You think it's pretty local, or is it something that people might be able to find? Um, like, they're shipping it across Canada. Uh, but I think they they can maybe they maybe have it in the U.S. But I think it's mainly local to Atlantic Canada and somewhere Central Canada. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, that's typically the way. It but goes. but they're they're really well known down here. Like I said, they, they've been winning a row awards uh, left, right, and center. They're kind of mainstays. They're blueberry ale. Really? Yeah. You know, I I have had. Um, one of my buddies made a blueberry beer once, and it was amazing. So in the right mm-hmm. hands, that can be a great beer. Yeah, and they they have kind of specialty beers uh, from time to time. A couple of years ago, uh, they made a uh, maple maple beer. Hmm. So it was like drinking drinking maple syrup, <laughs> and it was delicious. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than a ketchup beer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> awesome man well i'll keep my eyes out hopefully we can see that uh that'd be that'd be a good christmas gift for me to get uh get nips over here because he likes the scotch ales um sentinel dad how about you man um yeah i got a uh, local beer i'm drinking now it's called um it's by red brick brewing here in atlanta it's just a great uh local brewery um this is called the Sea Dragon Basil Blonde. Um, okay. It's a light-bodied ale brewed with basil and honey. It's like uh, 6%, I think. Um, but this is one of their – during the summer series, they have the, the Georgia Aquarium, which is the largest aquarium in uh, North America, is here in Atlanta. Absolutely amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's a great place. And but, I was there last year, but, and I spent a ridiculous amount of time Watching the stupid fucking whale swim around, <laughs> but they they um Red Brick Brewing does a uh, partnership with the aquarium, so they do I think five or six different beer series throughout the uh, the summer. In half of their sales, I believe, um, uh, I mean, yeah, half of their sales and proceeds uh, go to help the um, Georgia Aquarium Research and Conservation. That's right. awesome. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But That's no, a cool uh, label. 
Yeah, they, um, they, they're a really good brewery. We have a lot of really good breweries here in the Atlanta area, and a lot of them can uh, better for the environment, and it uh, helps keep the flavor of the beer as well and not bottling it. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, they're, it's pretty awesome. I'm usually more of a IPA or like an Irish red drinker, but um, I get a good blonde ale. I'll, I'll drink it. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I, I definitely like the reds as well, man. So is the basil super strong or is it just like the right amount of basil? It's like just enough. Um, okay. But the, there's like honey in it, but it's it's sweet, but it's not super sweet. It's almost um, like the basil and the honey almost kind of make it kind of tangy a little bit. Cool. Huh. That's interesting. I've never had basil in a beer before, so that, that yeah. totally intrigues me. Thanks, man. For sure. Dave, do you got anything for us this week? Well, I'm here to disappoint because I, I kind of missed out in the whole brewery movement from the last few years. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't drink that much, but when I do, oh, no. it's Dos Equis usually. <laughs> yeah? So Dos Equis with a lime, with that's, Equis, that's my man. drink. I'm simple. All right. That's, that's all I need. It's okay to like one. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to like what you like, all man. Right. It's it's totally, totally okay here. Um, I, uh... You know, to keep on the theme of local, man, I got a local one too. And it was not one that I purchased because I typically like, I'm not like buying Pilsners. Although, although this is a Pilsner that I was drinking. Oh no, it's a pale ale. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like typically that's just not, it's not something that I buy because a lot of them are similar. Um, But I was, when I was staying at my dad's house uh, while we were moving, he had bought um, the Summit Dakota Soul Pilsner, and uh, it's a North Dakota barley Czech style Pilsner, and it was super light, but it was perfect for a hot day. Like I went out and um, our kids were playing in the grass outside, like on a weekend, and uh, I sat. You know, the wife and I pulled up chairs and we we're just hanging out in the lawn and i went in and grabbed beer and this, he had two of these beers and so i brought him out and we cracked him open and it was like the perfect nice light summer beer you know it wasn't super heavy you know it was hot outside so it was just nice and refreshing and um it it really blew me away for a pilsner man so it's definitely something that i would recommend um summit is summit is is uh a brewery that's been in Minnesota for a very long time. Um, so they have pretty good distribution. Um, they're like borderline getting pretty large uh, for around here, you know, just because they've been established for so long. Um, and some of their stuff I'm not a big fan of, but this one really blew me away. So uh, definitely if you see uh, Dakota Soul and it's summer and it's warm out, Pick up a pick up a four pack or six pack or whatever you can find. It's it's worth trying out. Well, absolutely. Mm. What do you got, Nips? Well, before I go, because I'm gonna hit an old favorite. Uh, our friend Beer Dad sent us a review. Oh Jesus! Um, so I'll read that oh, out quickly. Beer Dad. Uh, I was thinking Gear Dad. I was like Gear Dad. Nope, nope. Beer, beer Dad. Our good friend. Ge- beer Dad is not sending us any beer reviews anytime ever. Also known um, as Bit Dad. If you guys aren't aren't keen to the show, right. we we call him Beer That's Dad. My boy. That's my boy Ian. <laughs> oh, I feel he's such like a good he's, dude. He's Ian has actually dude. changed his name on Twitter to Beer Dad. Oh yeah, us. I know. I saw that. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna call him Ian. Yeah, yeah that's fair too. <laughs> Guys, this week I only have one thing to say. 
come on, England. And <laughs> I right. didn't actually give it the... Uh, he, I want to say he put about 12 exclamation points afterwards. <laughs> so he's real excited about the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> the manager, who many didn't want in this young team, are putting some pride back into the England team. And it's great to see. Right. Beer time. This is Witchwood review number two. Uh, if you remember from last week, he's got four straight Witchwoods coming our way. Uh, so this is two of four. And it's Goliath, a beer to slay a mighty thirst. Mm. This is another ruby beer. It's full-bodied but slightly bitter. It's brewed with pale and crystal malts, a rich malty taste, and a hefty whack of Fuggles and Golding's hops. Their words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's a fairly dark beer, it was light enough to, to be easy and pleasant to drink. A must-try for sure. Seven and a half out of ten beer dads. Stay sexy, lovers. You stay yeah. sexy, beer dad. Um, That's what I'm saying. Those dark beers that taste light, those those can be really good, man. Well, this is two in a row from Witchwood. Like, the one that he talked about last week, the Arrowain, was also, like, it was a dark beer, but it was 3.6% alcohol. And it's like, That's crazy. okay. That's crazy. Yeah, right? I've never had a dark beer that was like anywhere close to that light of an alcohol content. Hmm. So, nice. but Witchwood does amazing things. So I'm all I'm all aboard that. So, if you're wandering around Europe or somewhere within the range of where they distribute U.S. wise, look for Witchwood because they do amazing stuff. Yeah, and hit up Beer Dad because he's good people. He's great. <laughs> Uh, for me, this week, I finally got around to drinking the very, very large bottle of uh, Delirium Tremens that Fluffy sent me for my birthday. Uh, and I, I stand by. Tremens is amazing. It's a Belgian beer. It's already on the list. Put whatever icon Fluffy <laughs> has put by it to make it a uh, thing. I love it. It's, it's easily my favorite Belgian, and... If it shows up on my doorstep for my birthday every year from here till the time I die, I won't be upset. All right. I've, I've been challenged. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but, uh, so it's good? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's amazing. It's, I mean, I'm already a sucker for Belgian beers, but uh, Delirium Tremens is definitely one that you want to find if you're just looking for... Like, the ideal Belgian beer. And it's, it's, um, it's not cheap, but it's worth it. It's not cheap. And it's not, uh, it's not a low alcohol content. You don't want to drink like six of them. <laughs> um, but it's fantastic. Awesome. Good, man. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And yeah, I, you did well, Fluffy. I, well, no. I mean, really, dude. All I did was make a phone call to your brother and go, hey, man, please help me out. Uh, <laughs> so, so big thanks to Bryce for making that happen, man. Yeah, it was well done. You guys did great. Awesome. You know who also did great? I did with this classic transition from Adam from <laughs> Anti-Meta Podcast. <laughs> um, Hashtag no, I, bitch. I, <laughs> um, so I think, I think that about wraps it up, guys. Um, God, it was fun tonight. I'm really yeah, happy man. that you guys had a really came good on. time. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So you guys, you guys getting a little, little excited for the lore cast that you're gonna have with Mylan? Uh, yeah, week? yeah. We yeah. um, yeah. Uh, tomorrow night we're gonna record uh, the four of us and uh, 
uh, Milan Games will be there, and we're uh, we're excited. I I met him at Guardian Con last year, and you know I've been on the Destiny lore cast a couple times with him. So you know I know him fairly well. He's such a nice guy. Um, and I'm it, no big city mathematician, but I only see three of you here tonight. <laughs> Who's your fourth again? And why is he not around? Uh, that would be Average Joe two two seven because. Uh, six hours ago now, at, which is 6 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time, is when he remembered it was his anniversary. Uh, <laughs> like wedding anniversary. The woman he married. <laughs> the one that keeps his little... his two average Joes in, in line. His two average <laughs> Joes. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Yeah. That's no, cool. That, yeah. That'll be a good show. Yeah, man. I'm probably gonna. Uh, are all of you guys into the into the lore, or is yeah. the, Oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're all pretty big into it. Um, you know, for, on our show, we we do. Um, yeah, actually, Goku does a uh, a gaming character analysis, so he's he's pretty uh, pretty pretty deep researcher for us. So <laughs> we're, we're we're really awesome. excited. We're really excited to have Mylan on. I like no, it. I like it. Not only he's a, a lore guy though, but uh, I. Oh, by the way, I'm probably going to be fanboying the whole time. <laughs> but he's not only a lore guy, and he he's also has uh, like some uh, MD stuff he's working on, right? Goku, you know more about this. Yeah, he's, uh, he's working on his PhD in occupational therapy right now. Yeah. Sweet. And yeah, that's, awesome. that's going to be our first Bungie employee in, in the show. Oh, yeah. I forgot that all that mm-hmm. went down. That's right. Yeah. Oh, so that's pretty awesome. He's been gonna... hired by Bungie, <laughs> well, contracted by Bungie to work on lore. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see to see how he gets around the NDA and everything like that, <laughs> being able to talk. So oh, we'll, we'll be gentle with that. Yeah. Story. All you have to do is promise an Australian you'll send him beer and he'll tell you whatever the fuck you, you want. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, real awesome, question man. is... Can he convince Slapshot Scott, the O's are zeros, that uh, lore is gonna get more, be- more, uh, more better in line with D one? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I think I think if anyone's <laughs> gonna do it, Mylan can probably make it happen. <laughs> awesome. Well, oh, that's good. If we wanted to listen to this podcast that you have, where would we find it? Uh, you just search Saint Fourteen Project on either iTunes, Podbean, or, or Spotify. Now, um, yep. you can catch us on uh, on Twitter or Instagram and Twitch just at Saint Fourteen Project. Um, you can email us Saint Fourteen Project at gmail dot com as well. And I, you guys have been on Twitch a lot recently. Like, I get the notifications on my phone. I'm like, oh, Saint Fourteen's streaming. Yeah, yeah. We started. Um, we started uh, streaming our um, our podcast here and there, and we're gonna start like streaming games uh, together as well. I mean, we have some other ideas in the works, like maybe doing some like uh, mental health Q and A with uh, Goku possibly in the future as well. So I mean, you know, nice. I like it, man. Maybe, maybe I can get my raid in. <laughs> yeah, let's we not, could do that for sure. I like it. I like let's, it. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the next. Uh, the, I, I had to sit out this this uh, this last stream that you guys did because Chris mm-hmm. hit me up and talked to me a little bit about it, and 
I was moving, so I was like, dude, I don't know if I'll have internet right. installed. Like, he's supposed to come out, but you know how a Comcast can be. So hopefully next time you guys do yeah, a charity well, event, well, we, we can, we actually, we can we, jump in again. We actually have a mini one coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, we're going to do, like, a little um, who's the best class, Titans, Warlocks. Or oh, yeah, yeah, little, I'm so like, excited for mini, that. Mini tournament, unfortunately, it's PS4 only. Just yeah, I'm yeah. not. The, the guys at Grenades and Horseshoes for the podcast did a great job. I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. Drum is so oh, that's crazy. a nightmare, dude. Cross council, that's a nightmare. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that's um, how so you end up with Potato Thumbs podcast is the greatest Xbox uh, podcast in all of uh, D2. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. that's right. We didn't say that. This but, week. Um, we are the number one Xbox podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so on the 21st, we're going to flesh out a schedule. We're, we'll have a schedule. We'll put it on Twitter and stuff. But we're going to do like a mini like little PvP tournament. And we're going to uh, do awareness and raise money for the Trevor Project, which... Uh, if anyone doesn't know, the Trevor Project is um, supports LGBTQ youth, those under 25 years old, dealing with the uh, mental health issues and uh, and whatnot. Because a lot, a lot of times, you know, people that are uh, LGBTQ um, are definitely if they don't have a proper support network, they are uh, exponentially more. Um, apt to mental health issues and suicide uh, specifically yeah. so um you know it's, it being you know last month was pride month so we kind of we want to do something to get behind it and it's just kind of like a mini little thing plus a fun little community event that's uh, awesome man so if people if people are hearing this and they want to go represent on ps4 uh can they sign up with you guys um still? i th- we might have one or two spots left i think Sweet, um, but they but, could jump in your Discord and talk to you guys yeah, and see exactly. what's going on. And you just hit hit us on Twitter. Our uh, we have our open Discord is pinned on our Twitter, so you can get us on there. Nice. Well, yeah, the PS4 you... client's still up. We still have a fair amount of people uh, spots available for the PS4 client as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I know. I know some people um, are always looking for clans and stuff like that. So um, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely jump in their Discord. Talk to them, Dave. When you start creating some logos for that too, you're gonna have to send it our way so that we can help uh, promote it. We we might be on Xbox, but we still, you know, you guys do really good work for the community. So we always want to be there to support your stuff and promote it. Because, like, I mean, honestly, like, out of all the groups that are out there, you guys are the one group that's like, you don't do any of this for yourself. Like, you guys are always about let's help other people let's raise money for other people let's get support network networks for other people and that's that's super cool man i appreciate like, it that's but, that's amazing so we couldn't do it without the community though and you know mm. i think uh right now since i've been on destiny like it, the destiny community has always been um a good a great community but i think mm. it's shrunk down a lot lately you know, until mm. until probably Forsaken comes back out. And I think this is the closest that I've ever seen it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been able to... I, myself, I've been able to, like, you know, meet so many great people lately. It, it's it been incredible. And, mm. you know, same for team wouldn't be what we are without the help that we've been getting from everybody, from you guys and all mm. the other podcasts and all the other... Commu- you know, it's... It's a really close-knit community right now, I feel like. Nice. And I love it. Yeah, you guys, you, like, seriously, though, like, you guys say that you couldn't do it without the community. I know that the community is important, but it takes you guys doing what you do to bring the community together like they are. So, 
Well, we appreciate so it. Man. It's awesome. Keep it up. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you guys individually if we wanted to reach out to you or hit you up? Goku? Oh, I'm Dr. Goku. You can find me pretty much on every uh, every uh, platform. So PS4, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, at SSJ5Goku28. Nice. Dave? Uh, Hatchy Dave. You can find me anywhere and anywhere. I'm the only person with that name. So it should be pretty easy. Just look me up. Awesome. On MySpace. <laughs> 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 on only farmers uh <laughs> sentinel dad <laughs> on, oh, technically i think it's farmers only on, but you can uh, find only only lube dudes dot com why don't you go well sentinel dad composes himself uh, whew, i'm good uh, <laughs> oh well I just wanted to point out if uh, Xanafan is still listening this long into it, uh, he should know that he's so vain and this uh, reference is definitely about him. Mm -hmm. So I hope that gets stuck in his head for about the next five days when he shows up at my house. He's singing that song. Uh, you, did it. you can find me at Admiral Lips and uh, get in the Death RX Discord if you want to see Fluffy have to chug a <laughs> Seagram's a breezer. Oh, God. I'm not good at chugging, so it'll be interesting. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Sentinel Dad, where are you at? Where can we find you? <laughs> um, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Sentinel Dad, extra D on the end. Uh, just Sentinel Dad everywhere else. I stream a couple days a week. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Sentinel Dad. Nice. Uh, I am the Canuck Show. You can find me in Canada on my sofa, uh, probably on the tabbies and uh, playing. The tabby's terrible. Tabby's terrible. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, the Canuck Show, and uh, I also have my own Discord. It's the Anti-Meta Podcast Discord. So look me up there. Uh, we are Potato Thumbs Podcast. Uh, at Potato Thumbs on Twitter, Potato Thumbs Podcast at gmail.com. Send us emails like Laz does. Uh, send us uh, a private chat um, on Twitter like our good friend Beer Dad does every week. Um, we love talking to you guys, so give us some stuff and uh, we'll talk about it on the show. It's about time you listen to the Canuck Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have had sound clips of him talking all, all episode. That would have been great. Um, well, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Names. Thank I got you guys so much. My job here is done. Thank you guys so much for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. Not a problem, guys. Thank that you. Was great. Appreciate thanks for joining it. us. It was a lot of fun. Fantastic. <laughs>